Randy here once again to crack an egg of knowledge. Summer is upon us and that means it's time for fancy beach cocktails like mojitos, cosmos, sangrias, mint juleps, margaritas, and daiquiris. It's just like sex in the city. And the best part, Riverside Wine and Spirits has everything you need for those tasty treats. They also have a ton of great beer to choose from that comes in growlers, six packs, 12 packs, cases, and my favorite, kegs. So, go have a badass summer and party on with Riverside Wine and Spirits. Road. And here we are, guys. Episode 80, which is pretty fucking phenomenal. I'm pretty happy about that. Um, but yeah, we've got quite a bit on the docket for you guys this episode. We've got a, we've got a pretty great selection of some summer beers that we've picked out. But, uh, but other than that, we're talking about Damon Lindelof. He just announced that, uh, and HBO just announced that Damon Lindelof is going to be producing a Watchmen series, uh, which, you know, that movie came out a couple years ago and brought a bunch of hype back to the, uh, the graphic novel. The graphic novel's phenomenal, and the movie, it's a great companion piece. We've talked about it on here a little bit. It's a, uh, it definitely has its flaws, but if you've read the graphic novel, you realize that that's a, that's a hard piece of literature right there to adapt to screen. So I'm excited to see. I've talked on here before about how, how much I love the long-form storytelling that this new serialized sort of TV season thing, this trend we've got in, is going, and I think it'll be great for The Watchmen. So we talk about that a little bit, and then we also talk about the Dark Tower film because it was announced this week that it actually takes place after the books. So we're kind of uh, like, you know, what the fuck's up with that? And uh, we talk about John Wick because we finally got Alan here. Finally got him to watch both of them, and then we got Jared to watch the sequel, and then myself, I watched the sequel recently. And then we talk about Kingsman, the Secret Service and its upcoming sequel, along with Triple X Four, and then uh, we talk about some breaking news that had just happened the day that we had recorded this episode, which was Phil Lord and Chris Miller were fired off the Han Solo film, the Han Solo standalone film. So that's a uh, we talked about that a little bit, and then we don't talk about it in this episode because I'm re- I'm recording this intro a couple days after we recorded the episode. But by now, that's been filled by Ron Howard, who's going to step up to the helm there on the Han Solo film. So we'll be talking about that a little bit next week. But uh, but yeah, let's get into it. Here's episode 80 of the Brew Chat Podcast. Good to go. You guys are. You should have the sure. yeah. um, logo for this episode be either mm-hmm. like it should be a pencil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, we're good to go. We're good. Fucking to go. ridiculous. Right off the right off the bat here, I got to do something for Brian because I told him I would, like, right. grudgingly so, but I got to retract a uh, a statement from the fact we ended the show with like two episodes ago, where. We were talking about Paul Newman and Newman's own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We didn't get the fact wrong. We got the fact right, but we got the association wrong. Uh, we said Paul Newman was in Raiders of the Lost Ark as Francois Belloc and played Ivan Ooze. That is Paul Freeman. Uh, not Paul Newman. So there you go, Brian. Hope you're happy. Damn, we uh, fucked up at week one. Yeah. It's like we're... 
It's like we've been drinking or something. Yeah. Well, I've written down the fact for tonight. Oh, okay. And I fact-checked it. <laughs> Won't happen again. Nice. That is, our, that is our first and final retraction right there. Yeah. Well, but, yeah uh, that is the first one. Yeah. So we have to retract that statement. <laughs> We once said we were going to be done with retractions. We retract that statement. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so let's crack into some of these beers here. Yeah. Who do we Um, got lined up tonight? Yeah, okay, so, yeah, I didn't... Oh, I just got both. I didn't really have, like, a a movie or or a beer theme, necessarily. I just kind of... I went to Riverside, and I was like, I'll get some summer beers. Uh, you know, summer. Today is the first day of summer. That's right. First official yeah. day of summer. So I thought Happy it would solstice. be a good idea to start with some summer beers. I'm gonna turn myself down there a little bit. There we go. And I thought it'd be a good idea to start with some summer beers. But as I was looking, I noticed there were a couple that seemed pretty tasty that I'd actually not had yet. Mm-hmm. And these were those three. So okay. Yeah. yeah I feel like good. they're good summer beers. We got a saison. Yeah. We got an IPA. And we have another IPA, but yeah, these are these I'm are. I'm excited for the uh, the highlight white oak. We had the regular one before. Yeah, it's pretty good, pretty well, orangey. Let's start with that. You start with that. Yeah, okay. sounds good. Yeah, this is the highlight uh, from who's Cigar, Cigar City. City. Yep. Yeah, uh, we had a couple weeks ago on our Florida episode. We had them uh, with just the regular highlight, and this one is aged in white oak. And for everyone who can't see the lineup, which is everyone, they all happen to be in cans. Was that intentional? No, uh, they were just easy to grab, and they were right there. They caught my eye because they, I guess they were in cans, but I'd never, I've not had any of these, and that's why right. I got them, is I'd never tried any of these. I right think on. I've had this dogfish head. The Oh, yeah, the flesh and blood, I've had that one. I might have had that one. I'm about to. That's the important part. Oh, uh, it's this cable that's messed up. Oh. Uh. Was there a cable messed up here? Yeah. Was it not plugged in right, or? We thought it was because it was splitting that we weren't getting the... Uh, it's oh, it's over at the end there. Yeah. Sorry. That um, fix it? No. It did till Jared touched it. There we go. There we go. Okay. Yeah, uh, we thought it was the splitter, but now we're getting both ears. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's sweet. Right. Yeah. Um, I need... Let me see. All right. The old highlight, White-oaked version of their IPA. Smells nice. I wish we had the other one here so I could like. I was do just back thinking to back. that. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's a little smoother, maybe. It's crisper than the other one. Yeah. It's like, definitely got more flavor. The other one, had that sort of like more of a cloying thing going on with the mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. I do feel like it's crisper. This is it an Amer- nice. This is an American oak aged version of Highlight. All right. The oak adds smoothing notes of vanilla and slight hints of dill to the aroma and flavor profile. Dill. Dill. Mm. White oak, wouldn't that mean like bourbon in general would have hints of dill? Maybe, yeah, I can see some dill. The finish is elegantly dry (laughs) due to the light tannin notes from oak aging, and though still loaded with hop flavor, hop bitterness is more restrained. 7.5%. Drink fresh. Do not age. Pour gently into a glass. I think the other one said that too. Well, unless it's a nitro beer, you should pour it gently into a glass. Yep. Not like upending it. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I can't untaste the dill. 
I, I still don't taste dill. I get it right at the end. I don't mind it. Mm-mm. It's just a weird one. Like, I bet if you put dill in beer, it would be uh, taste like pickle juice or something. I could see it in a sour. That'd be crazy. Hmm. Throwing dill in a beer? Interesting. I can't make... I'm sure they even have pickle beer. Oh, probably. Yeah, 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 They have cucumber. You're just one step away at that point. (laughs) God, I think it's Sweetwater right now. Has a cucumber. That's... God, it's, it's gross. I have yet to find a cucumber beer that I don't think is awful. Yeah. I want to say I've had one. I can't remember what it was, though. I've had plenty, but I just... God, they're bad. Cucumbers just... All they taste like to me is the... Uh, An unfermented pickle. Just the rind <laughs> of a watermelon. You know, after you've eaten all the good red part of a watermelon, you get down to the white part uh, and you bite yeah. into it. Yeah, that's, what a, I, that's what all cucumbers taste like. Really? I don't know. At don't least to that. me. I, I think can, they're like... They're a refreshing flavor that they... Uh, there's Maybe it was a cucumber colch or something I had. Like, it's, mm. it's refreshing. I enjoy the flavor, nice. not in my beer, but in like... Uh, like a cocktail like there's some gin in there or vodka or something like i can i i'm down with the cucumber flavor but it's not oh yeah but it's not not a good one for my beer Mm. i guess sort of like bloody mary's like sure throw some uh fucking spicy shit in there throw some chili peppers in there i'm not i'm not a fan i I like them with hummus but at that point it's just a uh, it's a hummus (laughs) delivery device like so whatever wait you put hummus in your bloody mary no, uh, cucumbers. Oh, I put, okay. Oh, okay. I use I got cucumbers it. I got it. I got it. My to bad. shovel hummus down my gullet. Right. I use right. romaine lettuce to shovel Caesar dressing down my gullet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do what you do. Mm-hmm. I like this beer. It's, yeah, I like it too. Yeah, it's, it's pretty it's nice. It's really easy to drink. Definitely a good summer beer. So mm-hmm. I'll, yeah. I'll go ahead and stick with that theme. I okay, think I grabbed some solid summer beers here. Yeah. You guys want to do this Saison next, or do you want to do... Yeah, let's go to yeah, the Saison break up the IPAs. Okay. And because I think that other one's going to be overpowering. And mm-hmm. Yeah, Blood We orange. probably should have started with the Saison, but eh. what do we know? This is the White Blackbird. Huh. For an Oakage, though, that high lie, uh, it's it's not nearly as heavy as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's all, it tastes almost sessiony, mm. but it's seven point something. It most certainly is not. Yeah. Oh, thank you. All right, this uh, white blackbird is pretty orange. Don't hit the don't hit the cable. I won't. I was, that's what I was trying not to do. I'm gonna get a new cable there. That's this, temporary. This smells like brewery floor. Hmm. That's that's good. Not necessarily. In a, I, I can't decide if it's in a good or bad way. It's got some funk. I can smell it. From yeah. There. Oh, you're right. Blue cheese. It smells like blue cheese. Like those ciders. Yep. Oh, it does smell like a brewery yeah. floor. It does, but I'm definitely getting like blue or brie or some dank ass cheese. Yeah, I could see that too. I get both of those. I don't taste anything like it. All right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's a really mild Saison. Hmm. Belgio Franco Saison. I like it. Very Bel- Belgian y. Belgo Franco? Okay, yeah, I can taste the uh, the Belgian part of it. Ale brewed with pink peppercorns and Asian pears. Hmm. I can sort of taste like that and dryness of the pear. I can get the peppercorn in there. I don't know necessarily what pink ones taste like, but mm. I honestly I bought this beer because the the art the can art allured me to it. It's I neat. saw it sitting there. I wanted to get 
like I said, I went in there looking for summer beers. Saisons were on that list because I've been seeing a lot of Saisons hit the market recently. Saw that, and uh, I thought it was cool art. No, I think marketing is a perfectly acceptable strategy. Like, yeah, you don't know what you want, and you're on the fence about something. That's how I bought. That's how I learned to drink a whole bunch of different liquors. Yep, yep. The the gift boxes being the same price as the regular bottle, but mm-hmm. this one comes with like some bitching glasses. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, all right, all right, Serrano, I don't have a reason to buy you. I've mm-hmm. never had you, <laughs> but those are some sweet ass glasses. Let's see what we got. Yeah. Turns Martin, out I like Amaretto. Is a huge <laughs> thing good. with liquor and. uh I don't know. I think I don't know. Buying booze, I think, is the one situation where it's like, go ahead, judge books by their cover, pick a book, mm-hmm. pick any of these alcoholic books, judge it by <laughs> its cover, and enjoy. I mean, you're you're going to learn whether you like something or you don't like something. And I think that's also where the flavor text comes in. Is there's two otherwise unremarkable IPAs on the shelf. Mm-hmm. I've never had either, and I'm like, I'll try one. Mm-hmm. I'll go with the one that has some cool art or some cool story on it. Mm-hmm. I bought so much, <laughs> or so many beers just based on a cool label. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Like just, um, like that's one of the ballast point. Yeah, maybe why I'm circle jerking them so much all the time. <laughs> I, I, they've got. I mean, they, their beer is good, but their art is fucking amazing. I would hang that shit on my wall. Yeah, no that's problem. why I want that. I want that full like all of them together portrait. Yeah. With all yeah. the with, yeah, with all their logos all together in one big thing. They just opened a, a like up in Roanoke, a place. Oh, uh, they just they do that. That's open now. Yeah, we should go on a field trip. I feel like we were supposed to be invited. I feel like that too, huh. yeah. Stephanie. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, we're gonna have to stop circle jerking that beer so much. Yeah, <laughs> I just I can't. Didn't help even it. get my it's invite. So good. <laughs> it's so good. Maybe I'm like that uh, that clingy girlfriend. I'm circled, you know. I'm circle jerking it too much. I'm too about it. Oh, okay. So they're like just, just, just ignore. They're, ignore they're trying them. to ghost on you. Yeah, they're trying to ghost on me. Wait, wait. Did, let them. did you hear that? What? That was the sound of Brian agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it sounds like when Brian agrees. Mm-hmm. Do you feel never, it? I've never heard it before. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, thanks, Brian. Yeah, it's usually <laughs> so disagreeable and argumentative. <laughs> yeah, um, this beer, I mean, this... Yeah, it's also, it is, oh, wait, it is viniferous, dry, earthy, fruity, and spicy. What's the ABV on this? 6%. Hmm. Okay, so it's doing a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. For summer beers, these are clocking in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was my idea going in, is I wanted to find stuff that was easy to drink for the summer, and even though I didn't get to my original plan, I still tried to keep with summer beers. Um, beers that could pack a punch, but you can drink by the pool or on a lawnmower. Yeah. You know, they're easy to drink. Oh, but, God, I need to mow my lawn. You know? Oh, yeah. It keeps being raining while sunny. Mm. Do you have a riding mower? No, I think Shh, I'm... Me I'm and my mowing. neighbor are the only one that are the only ones that have, like, the walking kind, mm. which is fine. I need the exercise. I drink too much. Happens. Especially with these But if uh, you had a riding mower. I could drink while mowing the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the way mine goes, I could probably still drink while mowing it, but. Yeah, because it'll, it'll go forward for you if you're holding the thing. Yeah, down. but it's it's also that I I need the exercise. Mm-hmm. And I mean, sometimes I had to tell Gene that, like, we get a lot of pizza because we both love it. And I told her, I was like, do not let me eat pizza before mowing the lawn because then I get the pepperoni sweats. 
and it's just like greasy. And then you go give her gre- the pepperoni sweat. Yeah, it's just greasy sweat coming out. And it's weird when like my sweat tastes like garlic. Like I get it from the Italian thing, but like it doesn't need to be that red color of pepperoni grease when I sweat. Because then it gets super salty and gross, and I'm like, man. I still want pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have eaten it all right before I mowed the lawn. I know. I have nothing to look forward to. Speaking of that in your pocket, is that one of those local tour guides? We got them last night. They're mm-hmm. pretty slick. Yeah, yeah they I'm are. Gonna see them. Like, they're super well designed. No, I was talking to Jared it's about these before you value. got here. And uh, I don't exactly get it. It's a... Uh, I mean, it, it's cool that they've got this like neat little ha- net nifty trendy looking book that looks like something Indiana Jones might have when mm-hmm. he goes to a, a new country. Yep. That's cool. Oh, it's got a place for notes in the back. Yeah. It's a pretty... It's got a place to stamp all these places, like a little yeah. passport. It's slick. And it's I, yeah, it's, it's, a nice it's production super value. well designed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were talking to that person at the podcast meetup last week. Yeah. And they were talking about how, uh, you know, and I, I gather this from my own research, but it's just a local marketing slash graphics company that threw this together. Okay. They're not making any money from it. Hmm. And, you know, it's it's cool that we've got people wanting to put stuff like this out. But it seems weird that there's a lot of work put in here for it to be something free. I mean, for them to print these up, I mean, that's nice cardstock. No, these are very well yeah, made. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they're really good. And really for nice. those, you know, they took a hit. They took a financial hit this year trying to put those out there. But they're not making any money. So my theory is that they're trying to make this a thing that catches on. And then in 2017 or 2018's uh, little brew or Chattanooga brew, brew guide. passport mm-hmm. brew guide, there's going to be ads. Uh, they're trying to build a foundation for a platform to sell ads on. I see what you're saying. The whole they, thing's an ad. Yeah, I was going to say. They, Who's they, it an ad for, though? Uh, all these it breweries. is an ad for, let me list them out. Odd story. Okay, Hudman, yeah, Smith, yeah. Moccasin well, I, but I wonder, <laughs> yeah. though, is that that's a central core thing to the content they're providing there. So I wonder mm-hmm. I wonder if those breweries and locations paid them yeah, to if be they paid put in, in there. Or if it it's just something they put together to get, garner more interest in this marketing company. I mean, it's it, they're pretty well done. Each brewery has... No, it's a really nice thing. Each page yeah. has the brewery, where it is, the hours, the address, yeah. uh, Twitter and website on there, and then, like, the flavor text story of the brewery. So, I mean, like, this whole thing is an ad right here for yeah. Hunt & Smith, which is pretty good. I got stamped over there last mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I wish I wish they grouped them together differently because if you know the layout of the town, it's much easier. Like I knew, for example, um, Odd, Odd Story is right across the street. Yeah. yeah. So there's really no reason I can justify not going over there and getting a beer after this. Which is exactly what we did. Uh, but they have like they have Moccasin Bend followed by Terminal, which they're you know f- fairly close. Then Big Frog, then McHale's, they're way out there, then back to Big River downtown, and then Mad Night way after that. I would have slapped Mad Night next to Moccasin Bend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And CBC right next to that. Like, mm-hmm. it's a very odd layout. Now, and is it like you, you just have to go there and get a beer and get it stamped? Mm-hmm. Or are there specific beers? No, it's nope. a beer. Yeah. Okay, because I think it would be cool if they did it where you had to get a specific beer and they had a little blurb in there. It's like, Hey, go, uh, like mad night. 
is if somebody asked me like where can mm-hmm. I get a good saison in town, I want to send him to Mad Night Brewing because that guy he prides himself on his saisons. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh that's his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you know I might, you know I don't want to speak for them because I've not actually asked them, but I would go. I think Hutton and Smith throws out a good porter or a good stout, and uh, you know different people are prefer mm-hmm. different things, and. Uh, so I don't know if I did one of these little brew books. I think it'd be a good idea to specify a beer you've got to try. Like force yeah, the sale something... on that beer, and then have a little blurb in there about like, oh, this is a stout. This is what makes it a stout. That'd blah, be a blah, nice addition. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And I would say not force a beer, but recommend a beer. Yeah, recommend because yeah, choose one of their staple beers. Oh, they might not. They also might not have that one. Like in some of these, I feel saying, like choose, they don't have cores. Choose one of their in staple there. Yeah. beers. Like you know. That's what makes it a quest, though, is when you see on Twitter or Facebook, like, oh, they've got this one on draft. They've not had this one in six months. It makes you pay attention mm-hmm. to what's rotating. You're like, oh, they've not made this is a seasonal beer. They've not made it since last year. I've got to go try it so I can get my book stamped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, it might be. I see where this your is, head's at. This I is think really it would be good, good for one. a first yeah, first I think it'd be good for that, first, like, I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a gorgeously designed yeah. little book. You can you can shrink I down, change the layout the a little, and then well, the purpose is you get it stamped. The purpose well, you is get to get stamped. What do you get when you get it stamped? You when get, like, you get four stamps, when you I, it's up in here in the front. When you have four stamps, head over to imbibe and collect your limited edition pint glass. Mm-hmm. Grow your collection to thirteen stamps out of I believe fifteen, and you get a free growler with a discount on a local brewery fill. It's okay. your tour. You're the head honcho, director, and chairman. So take your time and visit the venues at your at your own very responsible pace. Yeah, it's it's well worded. It it's well got written, volume one at the bottom, so right. there's definitely going to be more. We should make a video where more. we try to knock this thing out in a day and go get our glass and. Oh everything. my god, that would be <laughs> fifteen. We already we already have two under our belts. Fifteen beers. Well, fifteen beers. That's not bad. The part where we have to get pints, from brewery, though, that's yeah. 15, 15 yeah. pints. This isn't yeah, like it's not like we're splitting like half a case of Coors Light. Like these are fifteen solid yeah. craft yeah, beers. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't specify. So you could go and if they've got session ales or light beers, then true, true. But yeah. I don't want. I, so I, I get five beers in and think, hey, I got to get there. Mm. To the other mm-hmm. ones, I'm going all the way from McHale's down to Mock to uh, Mad well, Night. We can. I'm we proving can... a point is what I'm doing. <laughs> no, I like I'm where your trying. head's at. Yeah. I think we can do. It teaches you can nobody. Do a weekend. It teaches nobody anything about beer. It's just like, hey, go have a beer and get some free shit. Consumerized. We should do this on our next pub crawl. Yeah, we should hit up these places. They should be on our list. That's what I'm saying. We should make a video and try to knock this thing out. I'm all for making videos yeah. of it. Try to yeah. knock it out. I mean, we we may be stumbling by the end, but, I mean, let's knock it out and go get our free shit. So we, we get a growler, a discount growler thing, and then a glass. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Probably have to go to Imbibe to figure out more about the growler deal. But it's yeah. pretty straightforward. Explore the book, plan a night with friends, drink some beer, get some stamps, collect some cool stuff, do it again next weekend. Yep. Hmm. And apparently, like, they don't, you know gang press you into only filling out one they've said you know finish it grab another mm-hmm. one do it again which means you could potentially end up with like a bunch of growlers with discounts yeah yeah which is pretty awesome hmm. yes i mean so far conveniently i got the first two which are odd story and hunting smith 
but sometime this week, assuming I don't keep getting, you know, pressed into jury duty, <laughs> I'd like to uh, like to knock out some of the ones near the office. Yeah. Oh, you get beers I loved on the back. There's actually yeah, a spot yeah, to list yeah, it out. A, no, it's a very nice little book. It is. It's suspiciously yeah. nice. Like it's, you yeah. said, like somebody dropped some dollars on these no, things and, to give well, away. And to think if they've got these special glasses and special mm-hmm. growlers, they've put money into those. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know how many of these things they got printed, but let's assume they're wanting a third At of Chattanooga to have one of these. Places are giving these away. Yeah, right? you don't just you don't and have to like start like, at the top to get. They're your on book. nice paper and shit. Like, yeah, there's probably, some money that have been they put probably into have one or two thousand each. Oh, I would be surprised if Volume Two I, has this production quality. Too. I I would <laughs> say that they easily have ten thousand dollars put in to this whole little brew passport endeavor. It'd be interesting with, to see with what no their real are. ROI, no real return on their yeah. investment no, at all. No, it's just something just nice. Just like, hey, it's city. cool, and like advertising wise, it probably what put, if look, on the back there? I noticed there was some text. What's on the back there? Is it like talking about the Chattanooga, Tennessee? Please drink responsibly. Tap tour cha dot com. Huh. We should check that out. It doesn't really advertise the marketing company. It. No, that we we noticed that last night. We don't know who made this. Yeah. No. Um, based on some like friends that they listed in the back. Uh, River City Company, don't know what they do. Imbibe, know what they do. Camp House. Imbibe, imbibe yeah. Chattanooga Visitors Bureau, maybe they threw some money at mm-hmm. it. Imbibe 20, probably threw a little money, too. 127 yeah. Press, they sound like a paper place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Chief, don't know what they do. I think that's the marketing company, actually. Don't okay. quote me on that. I'm not entirely sure, but it may be. We'd probably have to look up more about Tap Tour, but it's... It is a suspiciously good-looking piece of merchandise yeah. on its yeah, own. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. And it's, pr- and it's proudly printed in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So, so they did that printing place you read just yeah, now. That's yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I would love to know the story behind this actual book. Yeah, that's really nice. But I would also I, love I to try this uh, dogfish head. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> I'll crack this open, too. Should we use... Here, you want to do this one? You have the glass. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited about this one, actually. This one I've actually had before. I've but never seen this before, really? actually. Yeah. I had it in bottles first, I think, and then I started seeing it around more. It was I, the same thing happened to the sequin gel, where all I do is see it in cans now, but it definitely started off the season in bottles. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's like the they test it in bottles because they sell better, but then cans are cheaper to manufacture and mm. distribute. That's just and my cans guess. are I don't know. better for storage and transport and <laughs> yeah, literally everything, out, everything except home brewers who take the bottles. But Dogfish had stamps there's anyway. Yep, I can already smell that IPA bite. Oh yeah, like it's mm. in your face. It's earthy. A well hopped IPA brewed with orange peel, lemon flesh, and blood orange juice. Hmm, it's not bad. Is this going to be another mm. blood orange that isn't orangey enough for me? Let's find it's, out together. It's there. What's interesting, though, is uh, the high lie is definitely my pick for the night. I think so, too. I'm but, the Saison. The Saison in this, I don't really dislike, but the Saison didn't have enough flavor for me. Mm-hmm. And this, it kind of hits you in the face with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm an IPA, and I'm damn proud of it. Dogfish Head tends to do that with their beers. Mm-hmm. I think I like it. They give they give all sorts of 
flavors in there. I will it's say it has it's more blood orangey. I think I talked about on here how blood orangey things are never blood orangey enough for me. Mm-hmm. And I will say that this one seems like the most blood orangey beer I've had. Yeah, which I think is a good thing. Mm-hmm. It also turns out maybe uh, I didn't necessarily need flesh. that lemon flesh. Yeah, like you stab a lot. So it's not vegetarian. They killed lemons. Damn. <laughs> They killed the lemons. Yeah, and graphically peeled them on the side. I see that. Graphically? Mm-hmm. That's graphical. Oh, that is graphical. Oh, my. It's graphic and graphical. It's interesting If that I was a lemon, I would be spilling my guts right now. The picture, it has pictures next to each ingredient, so it says brewed with orange peel, lemon flesh, and blood orange juice. I mean, they got the blood orange at the bottom, the lemon flesh, and it looks like the peel of a blood orange because it's a blood orange slice at the top, but why wouldn't they say blood orange peel? Like, I don't know what peel is in this. Regular-ass orange, bloody-ass orange. It, it may be, I mean, because they specify blood orange juice. Right. So maybe it's just regular orange peel. Right, which then why do they have the picture of... The blood orange? Yeah. Because that's where they get the juice. That's down here. That's another blood orange. Right. Ah, I see, mm-hmm. I see. And what about this other stuff? Oh, hops and grains. In hops, okay. grains, more orange peels. Hmm. Tough to tell. 7.5. This one's 7.5? These it are hardy. It certainly yeah. is. Oh, my. Well, like I said, that was something... I couldn't remember each one, but I did sort of <laughs> go for that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Odd that I'll the Saison is the light one of the night. <laughs> at, a, at a nice easy 6%. Yeah, right? These are all pretty damn tasty beers, though. I'm, yeah, I'm they're all pretty good. Yeah, there's, no, there's usually like a bum or something or yeah. something unimpressive, but at least they're all... Yeah, that's what I was saying is uh, I definitely like that high lie the best, but kind of a last place tie between the the dogfish head and that Saison. Uh, the Saison didn't have enough flavor for me where that dogfish head is smacking me in the face with it, but... Oh, you mixing them? No. Neither uh, of them were bad. Because I was about to. I just want to... Give me, give me that Saison real quick. I'll just bastardize it. It was such a good idea the other week. It worked out pretty well. Just pour them together like an animal. The under-flavored Saison. Is this a beer cocktail? Is this what it would be? Or I'm not sure what a beer cocktail is. A beer cocktail is, is like a cocktail with beer in it. Yeah, oh, it's like yeah. a like the stout mudslide they had. Yeah. yeah. They Blue had like vodka bit. and chocolate liqueur and some stout. And some like, stout. A, uh, like a beer mosa. I don't know, like a, a Guinness bomb. Yeah. Yep. Would be a beer cocktail, technically. I mean Irish car bomb or Irish car bomb, yeah, whatever you want. I guess to call it, yeah. so. I, really I mean, technically, I guess that's. No, I never really I thought about it, but I guess racist, so. Isn't it? No, is that's it? the name no. of it. I know, I know. Like, is, it, is it a racist name? Though? A Moscow like a, Mule. Racist. It's racist. using ginger beer. Racist. Yeah. Well, ginger yeah. beer is just a soda. Oh, it's that's not a, like it's an not actual, actual beer. beer. Yeah, I don't like ginger shit. So. Oh, I mm. love it. Like ginger beer is ginger ale on steroids. It's like straight ginger. See, it's I wonderful. thought it was that, but it was you alcoholic. Know, they have ginger alcoholic. beer. They have like ginger flavored beers, but no, like, like kids can buy ginger beer. It's just super spicy ginger ale. You're like, blowing my mind right now. Wait. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Ginger <laughs> beer is non-alcoholic, like as a standard. Yeah. Right. Huh. I always thought, like you said, it was a uh, ginger ale on steroids, but I thought the steroids part was the boozy part. Mm-mm. No, it's just Super. way more. It's got a huge bite to it. Huh. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Like you ever had, I'm, I'm trying to think of some kind of example, and I'm just, I'm not able to, but. Ginger beer? Something that equates like, 
it's just not watered down. Like ginger ale, it turns out, is like a watered down version of ginger beer. Yeah. Like if you cut it with a bunch of water and you might be like, I don't like ginger shit. I hate ginger ale. So imagine ginger ale like squared in intensity. Like there's mm. there can be actual like heat to it. Like and I spice imagine ginger ale is yeah. probably a little bit more carbonated. No, they're both pretty carbonated. Yeah, yeah. Still, it's still mm-hmm. that bubbly. It's oh, it's a soda. Flavor. It okay. is a soda. They just call it ginger ale or ginger beer to show how much stronger it is, I guess. I, okay. I don't know the yeah, actual right. who came up with that or whatever. It but could be like, you know, stouts and porters. It's like ginger ale is like your craft singles to some like Vermont aged cheddar. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. For ginger beer. You're like, okay, this is cheese. And that's what like yellow cheese, yeah, that's what yellow cheese tastes like. And then you bite into like that sharp ass cheddar, and you're like, holy shit, that is way more intense Mm -hmm. than whatever I was expecting with these slices of cheese. That's ginger beer. Yeah. And then you can get that habanero ginger beer, and that shit is great. That's my favorite mixer. Mm. It's so good. Some rye whiskey. I don't like ginger ale. I don't really. I, I will drink like a ginger ale and whiskey if there's no other mixers. But see, I don't like Coke. Yeah. Or Pepsi. I, I don't like cola flavors. So give me some brown liquor and some ginger beer, mm-hmm. which I'll take over ginger ale. Captain and ginger. Tastes like cream soda. It's a, pretty great. A spicier version of that mixer. <clears throat> Pour some brown it, like rye whiskey, to just, like, fight it mm. with the intensity. That is a strangely intense but relaxing drink. Hmm. Because mm-hmm. I don't All like right. whiskey and Coke or rum and Coke. Yeah. All right, I was going to try these Man, two beers that I mixed together. Rum and Coke was my drink in college. Rum and ginger ale was mine. Ooh. I had a lot that. of nights with that. Is, is there any more of this one that you're tasting? Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah, there's a little bit This here. isn't bad. Mm. Actually, the, the bastardized mixed version I did of the dogfish head and the Saison is surprisingly smooth and flavorful. Let's see this thing. <laughs> At some point, like, people are going to lose respect for us as we, like, do that. <laughs> it's not I bad. I lost a little yeah. bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. You yeah. never had any for me I anyway, <laughs> so there was that. I wasn't planning on mixing mine ever again. I just did it that one time because everyone else was doing it. I, I wasn't going to cool. do it ever again until I thought Tanner was doing it just now, and that reminded <laughs> me of it. No, so, I definitely was not doing it. No, but okay. There is a time when you can do it like a black and tan. There are times oh, when yeah, it's acceptable. Yeah, there's definitely times. Yeah, it's acceptable. This isn't one of them. Yeah. I'm not trying to justify that. What I did, but well, and if you do the uh, like at, I think it's uh, Honest Pint. They have the black hoe where it's a, a Guinness maybe, and With then ho a garden. Uh, hoe garden. Mm-hmm. But I think that's it's more style than substance. It You're is. You're getting because that because it looks cool. Yeah, and it's like drinking half of a beer. I, I know the layering it's looks cool. Drinking half of a beer and drinking half of another beer. I know the layering looks cool yeah. and everything, and you get maybe some hints of it, but like honestly, they're good when they go together. Like when Old Chicago had the uh, blueberries and cream. They the, still do. They still do. Yeah, they were just out of the Sea Dog. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Sea Dog blueberry and the left hand uh, <laughs> milk stout nitro. It floated. It was great, but I don't want to drink the cream. And then the blueberries, like, I'll let it sit for a minute and mingle mm-hmm. with each other mm-hmm. so I can drink that delicious blueberries and cream. Yeah. 
It's, it is quite delicious. Talk mm. about refreshing, too. It's it's light-bodied because it's nitro. So, wait, what is this? This blueberries and cream? What is it? It's another, like, beer the, where they float the nitro beer on top. Oh, okay, just another. Yeah, yeah. Sea Dog Blueberry, a, a pint of that is intensely sweet on its own. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff is sweet. Yeah. But you mix it with uh, left-hand milk stout. <clears throat> Which is superior to Guinness in every way. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, especially on nitro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah, check it out. Old Chicago, Northgate Mall. Shout out. Shout out. There's also one opening over at HP. HP? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hamilton Place. Ah. The one place in this town I avoid like the plague. Me too. I hate <laughs> that area. I'm not a huge fan of that either. Uh, I was I was going to argue, probably not for the reason you're thinking of. It's I bet there's more than one place in this town I avoid. Like, okay, I avoid it, but it's not the one place I avoid. Yeah, okay, yeah but that's, like, that's a whole area, like multiple neighborhoods I avoid, right. you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. a whole community I avoid. Just that area. Just, especially around Christmas time, like, holy shit. I know. Oh, I bet it's awful. Oh, I worked in a mall for a while, so. Yeah. But McKay's is over there. McKay's is over there. Yeah, that, McKay's, you can dodge McKay's it. if you know how, there's some back roads you can Yeah, you can McKay's just take Lee Highway there yeah, the whole yeah. way. But. Yeah. Lee Highway or Bonnie Oaks or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. But anyway, let's talk about some movies. Let's. Yeah. Let's. Oh, man. So, we, watched, uh, we picked one ahead well, of time to make sure we all watched it this well, time. Well, before we right. talk about it, we're going to talk about some John Wick because we've not really <laughs> talked about it on here. And I recently watched the sequel as well as, as you all I watched, just watched both the sequel. of them. I knew. Well, let's hold that. I want to talk about some movie news. All right. Before, because there was a lot of weird news happened this week, just all of a sudden. Like, we talk about movie news periodically, but this week. There's a lot going on. Yeah, there a bunch a of lot. weird shit happened. Like, uh, so firstly, Phil Lord and Chris Miller got fired off the Han Solo. That movie. does not make me feel good. As of no, last night, either. it doesn't make me feel good either. Did they get fired? Or did they walk off? Well, uh, Kathleen Kennedy sent out a PR thing saying, uh, and I'm doing air quotes for the audience here. It was creative differences, mm-hmm. and apparently, I mean, there's things of them talking and on the record a couple months back of just having some differences but apparently from what i've read is phil lord and chris miller i mean they did 21 jump street the lego movie bunch of comedy Mm -hmm. and in comedy i think you have to allow a certain amount of room for improvisation and a certain room for flexibility and they also kind of, from what I've read, have garnered a talent of being able to take a script that may, may not be completely fleshed out and mm-hmm. through improvisation mm-hmm. really flesh it out. And that's a talent, but that's not a talent that Star Wars and Disney welcomes. Right. right. Because, you know, they want to go in. They've got a very specific blueprint. They know where the desks Especially are going to be put for before Wars. the building's even built. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that was a big problem for them is that they went in there trying to do a little bit more improv than they wanted. Hmm. But then also apparently there's been some issues, uh, some complaints about, uh, was that Amelia Clark, you know, Daenerys, Uh, she's in it. Mm -hmm. You know, apparently there's been some issues performance wise with her. And then there's been, uh, some stuff Hmm. with the guy that's supposed to be playing Han Solo, like, you know, not just living up. And I, that's disappointing sounding. That's scary yes, sounding. It is. I got to say, and maybe it's the unpopular opinion at this table, the idea of a Han Solo origin film is disappointing, scary news to me in general. Yeah. They're yeah. not going to kill it, but when I heard like the directors left, I'm like, oh, I wish that means it was dead in the water. I do not mm-hmm. need a Han Solo origin. It's not going to be good enough. 
No. And and now it's definitely not going to be good enough. It 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 concerns me. Like Rogue One, whole new cast of characters. Mm-hmm. Um and they all spoiler alert, they all fucking died. Right. So, who the hell cares? It you know, it was a decent movie, I mean, but if you've not seen that movie now, yeah. like stay the, under the, your rock. The statute yeah. of limitations yeah. is up on talking about Rogue One. Yeah. But it, I know Han Solo's going to make it out. I know Chewie's going to make it out. I know if Lando's in it, um, which I believe he is, right? Yeah, Lando's Donald Glover's Lando. Yeah, yeah. Donald Glover, yeah. Uh, He's I still know. there, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I know. He's doing great, but, I mean, that dude, me and him are soul brothers, like, same <laughs> birthday. That's true. Like, yeah, you do the same birthday. We've got a connection there, so I kind of relate to him on that. Like, he gets into shit. You're both like, dong lovers, him. too. Mm-hmm. Dong lovers. Yeah. I love dongs. <laughs> but it's, I, I don't, I don't need, I have no need or want for this movie. I, I like it, uh, and I have a desire for it out of respect for the alternative, which would be, if we didn't have a Han Solo movie, they're still wanting to make movies in this like sort of prequel mm-hmm. or prequels side era thing, sequel yeah. slash original trilogy like just these side movies mm-hmm. and Star I would Wars rather story. have a I guess what I'm saying by this they're gonna make those movies regardless about these side characters that happened before the original trilogy right but they could have made it about just another bounty hunter Right. Anybody they wanted. A whole new character made it about them. Yeah. But to make it connect, they're going to have to throw these little Easter eggs. Right. So I feel like eventually we would have had to recast Harrison Ford for one of these Easter eggs. Mm. I feel like you could have just had, to your point, I feel like they could have done a smuggler movie independent of Han Solo. You throw Chewie in there as the connection. I mean, that's not... That's an easy one. Mm-hmm. And you have Han at the end save his life so he owes him a life debt. No, you don't even need to do that. You just have Chewie show up for a hot second and then run back on the Falcon. Like oh, yeah. Han yeah, Solo wouldn't need to appear in this movie. <clears throat> um I don't the the ideas of these prequel origins um make me think they don't they mm-hmm. also don't have enough faith in new characters or whatever else they're developing down the pipeline. Yeah. Mm. Which or is they're just trying to make concerning. some extra cash. What? It's obviously a shameless cash grab, but that they, they couldn't make like a new star. They did Rogue well, One. I don't, I don't mind also a shameless got, cash grab yeah. if they do it right. If they do it right. That's, just, I mean, that's industry standard. I mean, that's what uh, The Force Awakens was yeah. at the end of the day. It's a cash grab to try to revive the series and it works. Like, yeah. it works. But yeah. to get but, at what you were just, I don't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, it's fine, just like, fine. So I don't have to jump back to it. But uh, your idea is I actually had a dream last night thinking about this, like after putting together some show notes and stuff for today. And uh, I had a thought. It's like, yeah, don't even put Han Solo in it. Have a Star Wars movie with just Lando and Chewie. Mm-hmm. And like like Donald Glover and Chewbacca just roaming the galaxy in the Millennium Falcon before Han Solo gets a hold of it. Fuck yeah. I don't. I don't know enough to the history to know. It wouldn't work because Han Solo saves okay. Chewbacca from right. the Imperial yeah, slaving now, colony. Now Lando's enough you of a sec- in there somehow. Lando's enough of a secondary character that I would totally be about a Lando origin movie. Oh yeah, yeah, I could see that. But I feel, but the expectation wouldn't be as high for a Lando origin movie. 
the expectation mm. for Han Solo. Yeah, like, it's so high. He worked, and it just seems like you're playing with fire. And yeah. again, you're not trusting the IP. It's only an enormous galaxy. We can we can have a movie with someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or recast everybody. Give us a Shadows of the Empire movie. That book, and I'm telling you two, and because I'm assuming you all have not read it. I have not. And then any audience, Shadows of the Empire is a great N64 game, Mm -hmm. even better book. Like, if you gave me the choice of sitting all day and playing that game or sitting all day and reading that book, I'm reading that book. That is how good that book is. Wow. It is incredible. It's one of my top five favorite books ever. And it's like... It's just a good story. It's basically, it's the six months that take place between Empire and Jedi. Luke's training to, uh, like, become a better Jedi and old Ben Kenobi's hut hiding out on Tatooine. He fights a bunch of bounty hunters that get sent towards him by Jabba the Hutt at one point and fends them off. He's building his new lightsaber. Uh, There's this other character, Prince Zizor which as far as the imperial hierarchy goes he's on darth vader's level but where darth vader is over the military zizor is over the imperial economy Mm -hmm. um and they're both vying for the emperor's attention and i don't know it's just super interesting and i don't know it's an incredible book i would love to see that as a movie and they could recast if you're gonna recast han solo fuck recast all the roles give me all sorts of other adventures if you're gonna recast one of like my f- favorite good right. guy character, like mm-hmm. recast them all and give me all sorts of crazy cool stories. I would say if they were going to do, if they need shameless cash grab money, take like the Darth Vader comic book series and just yeah. do like a Darth Vader anthology yeah. film. Him running around fucking people up for the emperor and the empire. See, I don't think you they could do that though on a mass market scale with a movie just because it's a bad guy. I Even feel like they Darth did Vader. the entire prequels almost based on a bad guy. The Clone Wars yeah. saga that's technically... Yeah, yeah. but he, he yeah, was good true. at the time. Though, yeah, you know? but spoiler alert, we knew what was going to yeah. happen. Halfway through season two is when he really loses. Yeah. Or season episode two. We're talking like the whole Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah. That, that's yeah, the whole yeah, thing the whole, kind of based true. on a bad dude. Yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> yeah, but he's good at the time, and it's right. about his path to evil, mm-hmm. where I don't think you could just do a movie. But I don't know. You've got movies like Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Mm-hmm. That, like, it's about a serial killer and getting into his mindset and understanding. It makes you get, like, okay, I kind of get why I killed that lady. Like, it's fucked up, but I understand it. I empathize with a serial killer now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what that movie is trying yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. So well, just, maybe if you did do it that you way. You have him fight worse dudes. Yeah. Like, yep. you know, it's people on, like, that Jabba level of just other gangsters mm-hmm. or, like, he's... He goes out to the edge of the empire, and there's just lawlessness and tyranny out there. And like the emperor's like, "Bring this into the full of the empire." And he's like, "All right." Mm. Then he just <laughs> fucks up. Like he conquers a planet essentially by just like fucking people up. See, I would love to see side stories like that, but like IG88 story. That's basically <laughs> like the story of Ultron mm-hmm. from Marvel, but in the Star Wars galaxy. Oh, uh, okay. You know that would be great. There's. God, there's so many good stories. If you're going to start recasting people, there are so many kick-ass stories you can tell just by recasting. Get the dude that plays uh, Bucky Barnes in Captain America to be the new Luke. He looks just fucking like him. Yeah. Like, yeah. identical. And it's like, there's so many. I mean, you, you've recast Lando. You've recast Han Solo. Let's just roll with it. I'm down <laughs> with it. Let's let's do it. But, uh, 
But yeah, I don't know. I thought that was weird, though, that they got fired. It's not a good sign. Right. So, but I'll, I'll move on to the next thing, which I kind of wanted to get your take on this, Jared, because you're kind of the... We talked about Stephen King the other week, and we mm-hmm. talked about Dark Tower a little bit, but it came out this week that the Dark Tower right. movie is actually going to be a sequel to the books. Yeah. And sequel not necessarily, to the last book? Yeah, it's going to be it's going to happen canonically after the books. Hmm. Which that story does lend itself to like time travel and a little bit of like Spoiler alert, not a lot yeah. of them make it out of that series. Well, so, either way, it that's what got me interested in it though. So I don't regret that spoiler alert is I love time travel. So when I heard time travel was involved, I was like, oh, I'll give this a look. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's got mm-hmm. some like repeat timelines and stuff like that going right, on. Right, because they go through the different doors and, yeah. and worlds and stuff like that. But, uh, I don't know. So that does allow, could, that does allow some liberty storytelling wise. As a sequel, I, I don't, I'd, I'd rather see, to be honest, I'd rather see a prequel mm. to like to see when Roland was growing up. And learning from his buddy Cuthbert, who had like an eagle or whatever, you know, they had like eagles fighting each other and shit like that. And they like clawed each other up and they like him getting raised by like this dude who was like a butcher or something like that. And I don't know, teaching them how to be gunslingers and him training and doing that kind of thing. Like before book one or before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anything. I think that'd be neat. No, I think it's super weird. Having like a whole bunch of gunslingers around doing stuff. See, I would, the last I would one. be interested in seeing that. And this is another book. The which, story of how he got his guns. See, Sorry. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, and, well, and this is kind of a segue into what I'm going to bring up right after this. But uh, I've, got a, I've got a proud <laughs> thing of segues tonight. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, it's been practicing. But uh, we were talking the other week about serialized shows. And this is another thing where I've not read the books, but I've read enough up on the source material and got a general solid idea of the story. Um, And it's been like Stephen King and the Dark Tower has been used for a lot of the other stuff that I'm interested in as inspiration by its creators like Lost and things like that. So uh, I, I got interested in that respect. And like I said, through time travel. So I've got a good understanding of the story. And we were talking about serialized stuff the other week, and it seems like to me this would be a good show that would lend itself to like a serialized twelve episode, like twelve one hour episodes per book sort of thing. Yeah, that'd be pretty because neat. it's so rich. Yeah, and uh, so I don't know. I just think it's extremely weird that they're picking up canonically like after the series, like mm-hmm. even though it does allow, like having the time travel stuff does allow for some weird storytelling devices to take place. Like, you can jump back and show stuff from the first movie, so to speak, or first mm-hmm. book. But sounds that's like still super weird Sounds to me. like a convenient use yeah. of time travel yeah. for purposes of, oh, we want to pull this part, we want to pull this part, we want to pull this part. Yeah, yeah. Sounds to me like they're really banking on the audiences having read how many books? Seven and a half. That is quite a gamble. I say seven and a half because one of them is through the keyhole mm-hmm. and it's only like a couple hundred pages. Yeah, yeah. And don't they have uh, graphic wind, novels, wind but those are just side stories, those right? Those are, uh, I should ask my brother Will about that because hmm. um, he's read those. I haven't. I think some of them are straight from the books. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. Some of them might be like what I was talking about before, like him getting his abilities and things. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, uh, speaking of serialized shows 
something else I read, and also speaking of Lost earlier, it's creator Damon Lindelof. Mm-hmm. Uh, signed up. It was announced today that he's going to be producing. And we actually, I brought this up in our episode the other week of doing a HBO series for Watchmen. Uh, yeah. yeah. I straight um, up said that the other week, and it was announced today. He's doing mm-hmm. a uh, the Watchmen series for HBO. And now they've come out with some sequel and prequel comics and graphic novels since the movie came out. Right. They were so not they've got well a huge, received, if no, I recall correctly. Weren't. Well, either no. way, they've got a huge amount of source material now to draw on for a whole right. universe to do a show with. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could certainly do it. Um, I'd be interested in the prequel series with the first group of heroes. Um, probably more than the actual Watchmen series itself because once the series ends there's, there's nowhere to go mm-hmm. but yeah. it'd be yeah. uh, I'm hesitantly interested because I'm just not a Lost fan yeah <laughs> that's season one was so good I know and that's what I'm afraid would happen to Watchmen the show mm. season one would be really good Season two would start sticking its head up its ass. HBO series don't tend to do that as much. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one that, uh, an HBO series that I've watched that does. Well, that's that's where I would argue that your gripe with Lost Mm -hmm. is not the the showrunner slash storyteller's problem. It's network TV problem of, hey, we like this ad revenue. You're generating a lot of money from us. Let's keep this show going on forever. Mm Mm-hmm. And HBO, like you said, Jared, is very good about that. Like, they know, like, no, let's wrap the story up. I mean, it... Yeah. Uh, right, let's we wrap it up and do several yeah. spinoffs. But like, the Lost <laughs> Dudes did go, no, we totally have the ending, and no one's going to guess it, and everyone guessed it. And they were like, nah-uh. Well, no, yeah. I, I disagree with that. Not everyone guessed it. It's uh, I get where you would say everyone guessed it with the purgatory thing. Yeah. But that wasn't exactly what happened. That's a way to nutshell it and pigeonhole it there, but... That's not exactly what happened. But Damon Lindelof was half of that show running staff. And, uh, Did he do Once Upon a Time as well? No, no. He's okay. been doing The Leftovers on HBO, which uh, is another good okay. example of a show that knows when to yeah. shut the fuck up and wrap mm. up because it's done with the end of mm-hmm. the season. And it's gotten crazy. Hmm. That show was insane. I never I watched that one. It's good. It's fucking weird as shit. And I don't really ever know what's going on. Because it's about the, uh, I guess, the rapture. Yeah. But like Everyone who was left. Right. But not really from a biblical sense. So it's it's strange. Hmm. And I grew up in the South, so I know all about that. All about the rapture. Yeah. And uh, I survived several it's of strange. them. strange. I like yep. that it's not biblical. I like that, but it's an interesting... I don't know. It's weird. It's hard to describe. But um, speaking of serialized shows, though, and what we're going to talk about... Unless you had something, you look like you were about to say something. I was, Jared. I was gonna ask because uh, I forget what happens to all the people uh, that were like the rapture is real when it didn't happen. They because they into didn't the background. Yeah, but <clears throat> they still do. They still like believe that the rapture is gonna happen because they. That's not something that they just thought up overnight. You got one of two ways to go: either they're crazy, so yes, or B, they're you know, charlatan frauds who had just have an excuse in their pocket of why it didn't happen. Wait, what are you saying? Like people that like people I'm in saying, real life who were like the rapture's happening on this day. Yeah, and like, then it never uh, does. You know, well, pre- and repent and save thyself. Well, no, there's that one group that predicts it like every year. They make fun of it in Parks and Rec. Yeah, 
and I can't remember oh, yeah, what the group did. is, but it was supposed to happen like maybe last year or the year before at sometime in May. Mm-hmm. And before that, it was, you know, December 21st, yeah. 2012. Yeah, we had Mayans several rapture predicted. parties. And we had parties. And they were like, oh, we, because they always have some excuse that's like, Oh, the the mathematics that were used back in that time and the dating system is different than what we use now, and we didn't account for that. Yeah, so but the day it's is actually this day. this day. Yeah, if you're gonna do that, you should make it like a couple hundred years at least into the future, so it's not your problem. Yeah, in a couple no, years. hold on, you're assuming that that part... our math was a couple thousand years off. No, Sorry. because. It- that doesn't make any sense because if I'm getting money from these people, which they probably are, these suckers who are following whatever cult leader says the rapture is next week, why are they going to pay me for the rapture in 400 years when they're dead? I can't make any money with that. It's got to happen like next mm. year so I can get their money again. Mm, that's yeah. true. That's or true. or you're truly insane and believe that, and then your brain's just going to think of some other thing. Right. Or you'll like mow people down in a shopping center like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You're either crazy or you're a fraud, and the fraud is just like, ah, the math, it was off because the moon was different 200 years ago. Uh, Before you argue me, it said that in the sacred text. You can't read them, but that's what it (laughs) said. Yeah, Yeah. and that's that's how it keeps perpetuating. I'm going to go check these plates. Because if somebody had enough mental, you know, functions to take the people to task, after being like, I gave you five hundred dollars, and I don't, <laughs> I didn't get raptured. He's not smart enough to be like, I'm gonna sue him because <laughs> he was dumb enough to give him money in the first place. Like you're already That's indoctrinated true. then. Mm, by the time yeah. somebody's like, No, it's, we didn't mean 2012. We meant 2015. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it wrong. And it's then your what? head's a oh, filthy did, sinner. <laughs> then what? We did the math wrong again. Yeah, but... And when is it next time? When's the next one supposed to be? Again, they're, you're indoctrinated. <clears throat> they're going to mm-hmm. just keep saying stuff. One, you know... Those, That's dumb. Those sorts yeah. of people aren't typically the ones to come, like... I, you know, I paid you $100 to save me from the rapture, and that didn't happen. Could I, like, get the... You know, they're like... Plus, what are they no, going to say? I paid you. You know, that's good. You protected me, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'll... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. Your your money saved yeah. you. You're saved now. Yeah. Go on yeah. and be fruitful, but don't sin because then you're not saved. Yeah. Then you got to pay me again. Yeah. Terrible. Well, speaking of mowing people down in malls, uh-huh. oh god, serialized shit. We wanted to talk about John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're coming out with a show, which is cool. We'll talk about that in a minute. Did you know that John Wick once killed three people with a pencil? <laughs> <laughs> Just fun fact, everyone. At least once. Yeah. At least once killed three people with a pencil. That, he, he seemed to have done that before. Mm-hmm. How do you... So you guys just watched... Uh, I watched the first one when it came out, and then I watched the new one recently, a couple weeks ago. But you guys just re- or watched both of them. I watched the second one recently. I okay. saw the first one before. I just watched both of them for the first time over the weekend. Yeah. And they are phenomenal. Yeah. yeah they're really If there good. was ever... It's our generation, Charles Bronson, like Death Wish. If there was it ever is. a movie <laughs> series that would be the sterling example of show, don't tell. Yes. Mm-hmm. It would be that movie it's series. so good. Yes, I love it. You can go into, you can overdo it, like, versus, let's say, a Transformers movie, where it's a bunch of people talking about bullshit, and then on screen it's just chaos, versus mm-hmm. John Wick. You get his whole life story through his acting when somebody goes, you working again? 
<laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and he just nods, and you're like, someone's gonna fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> it they're they're phenomenal. That guy no, wasn't in the first movies. movie, by the way, right? No, Which it's common. Not the the dude where he yeah, oh, is that common? Yeah, that was common. Okay, yeah, where he's like, you working tonight? He wasn't in the first one, right? No, some. I think in both movies, someone asked if you're working again. Okay, mm. all right. No, they in the one well, the first one they asked him. It's like you're asking if I'm back. Yeah. You can tell him I'm back. Right. Yeah, that's you know. the second one. Yeah. Or no, that was that's, the first one. The first he says one. that. Uh, he says the second one is when Common asked him. It's like, are you working tonight? Yeah. He's like, in the yeah, club. I'm working. Yeah. yeah. Good night. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's every time he goes into the hotel, somebody's like, "Oh, you're working again," and he goes, "Yeah." fucking Miss Perkins trying to attack him in the goddamn hotel. It's continental ground. <laughs> and the cast, they're phenomenal. And it's, I've been watching, Gene and I have been watching a lot of American Gods, so that's Ian McShane. And the dude in the second one... I need one, to watch more of that. The, for the Russian kid's uncle in the second one, he's in American Gods. Mm. So it opens up with that dude. I'm like, are you always like skeevy Eastern European? Like, is that... It looks like he's <laughs> typecast to that. But it's pretty... God, those movies are good. They're so good. No, the action whole, the, scenes are amazing. Well, that just the the storytelling and they like you were saying, Alan. They show don't tell. Like they don't do a lot of work building up this mythology, but the whole mythology they built with this this murder assassin society yeah. is super interesting. And I'm guessing that's where they would build the show on of like the rules and regulations that they that this yeah. assassin society has for itself. I feel like. Going back to, like, the prequel thing, like, that almost makes me nervous. I think there's a... The fact that they're so good is a rarity. Mm-hmm. And Both they hit them. on something... And they're original. That's yeah, they, are. they hit they on really something, are. and it worked. And I'm afraid by trying to flesh out that world, that it's really gonna... Make? Yeah, they're gonna, like, mm-hmm. miss what yeah. makes them special. <clears throat> like, on the one hand, yes, I would love to know why they use fucking, like, Nazi gold coins as... As currency. <laughs> as their currency, and how the uh the hotels work and stuff but on the other hand i would almost rather not almost i would rather see just a day in the life of the hotel mater d the black dude yeah watching just the dog. a day of his life weren't running this hotel for super criminal assassins then try and explain where uh john wick came from and how he got involved in this seedy underworld i like that he's over it Mm-hmm. And, and and any sort of prequel, the movie, the whole time, you're like, is he going to fucking die? Like, you mm-hmm. have to wonder yeah, both movies. Yeah, you never movies, know if like, he's going to fucking is die. Is he going to fucking die? With a prequel, I would know he's not going to die. I know his wife's going to make it out. Well, I know you, he's going to get married. You could married. do a prequel, though, of, like, not even have the character of John Wick. Like, it could be a period piece. Uh, John Wick takes place present day. You could have this take place in the 70s or 80s, even the 50s. Ooh, like the John and Wick before. Yeah, do, I could, yeah and do something similar... Because I always yeah. thought this was a really neat way to do exposition. But uh, talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe for a minute, they've got Black Widow. Right. Who you could argue is kind of a uh, John Wick of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And uh, she's a little fam- more family friendly yeah. because she has <laughs> to be. But right. The character archetype. Yeah. yeah, it's the but, archetypes there. Yeah, the same archetype, yeah. And uh, she's got this mysterious assassin background. Mm -hmm. Well, if you just watch the movies, you don't get any of that. Mm -hmm. And if you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you don't really get any of that. But if you watch Agent Carter, you Mm -hmm. get Black Widow's background, Mm -hmm. even though it's happening 50 years prior 
to, to Black two. Widow even being alive, yeah. you get her background because the same secret assassin society. So you could do a John Wick backstory, so to speak. Yeah. And it still take place in the same universe and it'd be completely new characters. Mm-hmm. That would work. Mm-hmm. A John Wick with the titular character prequel, yeah. I'm not interested in. There's enough fucking yeah, assassins like that. in that world yeah. that there can be an interesting story about one of them. Yeah. That was, okay, I have, almost, I have almost no complaints about this series. But the one thing I did find baffling that really challenged my suspension of disbelief was that in the second one, um, they send out you know the 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 all call mm-hmm. and i love that like the call center where the women are all done up like 40s operators yeah. but they're clearly like <laughs> right. like you can see them tatted up and stuff so like <laughs> they have like a dress code but they don't care what you look like yeah yeah well they're um, probably all ex-assassins or their husbands are assassins or whatever i, I, I don't, don't know, know how, i don't know the one I thing i couldn't anything. suspend my disbelief was they sent out a hit on john wick every single assassin seems to know who he is and not one of them opened their phone, saw John Wick's name on there, laughed, and was like, fuck that, and put their phone back. Yeah. They were all like, we can take down the guy who takes down the boogeyman. <laughs> like, Although, to be fair, uh, you see him like in the, in the like, waiting area of the hotel or whatever, and everyone in the fucking lobby opens their phone. Right. But it, it cuts away after that. So yeah. to be fair, that could have happened. Yeah, somebody, I know, but <laughs> like, I wish they would have shown somebody like, you see that, like, so that sometimes they're together. Like, I turn my phone to, you see this shit? They want yeah. to take down John <laughs> yeah, fucking right. Wick? Nope. Nope. <laughs> that movie. I choose life. As much as I love the mythology nope. and the character in those movies, I almost wish they had not made a sequel, though. Ah, I liked the sequel it's like, a lot. Though. I like it. I like it just fine. I didn't like it as much as the first, but that's the that's way the cookie crumbles. That's what I'm saying is, I think, I think it's a rare hit. Yeah. I'd um, say so. I'd like to see a third one. It's but like I don't, Drive I don't to know. Me is the yeah. is why I wish uh, they wouldn't make a sequel. It's one of those rare movies. Boondock because, Saints. Because mm, we get yeah. so many, or we get so few original properties nowadays. Yeah. Of where it's just a purely original story and original movie. It's not based on some comic book. It's not some side story based out of a comic book. Or, you know, just it's so rare to get a purely original idea. It really is. On the big screen. And that was one of them, along with Drive, of just like, holy shit, like somebody just created this. And that's awesome. Like, people are still making badass shit. Like, yeah. that's really Oh, it cool. turns out you don't need to reboot yeah. a franchise or build up a franchise or a cinematic universe. You can make a solid fucking action movie. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, now I, I was wondering why they did away with the subtitles in the second one. I didn't see any subtitles. That might have just been the version we you were think watching. That's just the version we were we watching. We got an international version. You think we got an international version? Uh, I do. Buying those international Blu-rays. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Redbox gave me the international version mm-hmm. yeah. of this movie. Curse you, Redbox. Flip side though, talking about remakes and stuff though. Like, say you took the story of John Wick, mm-hmm. like just purely like you hand me the script but you change John Wick to the Punisher you change him to Frank Castle and you have a <laughs> bad ass as fuck Punisher movie for the Marvel Cinematic Universe the only problem is that the Punisher wasn't he's not as good at like hand to hand combat oh, as he John is, no, he is. I mean he's, he's yeah, he I, is. I think I think John Wick could take the Punisher in hand to hand combat it could be how it's filmed though 
The Punisher John cares found more. Way, John Wick way more cares badass. a lot more. I'm not gonna say he cares. He's a lot more aware of collateral yeah. damage. The Punisher mm-hmm. wouldn't have gone in and like hunted down in the first one. He wouldn't have gone in and hunted down that guy that killed his dog. The Punisher would have blown up, would the, have building. Blown up the building yeah, and yeah. killed everyone in Drug it. Him, tied him to a car, stuck it in yeah. neutral, and rolled it down a hill. And, and also, like I gotta say, but speaking of the Punisher, he's doing great in the uh, Netflix the corner Netflix of the MCU, show, and yeah. I am stoked for the Punisher series they're doing. It's going to be great. The Netflix Punisher It'll be like 13 episodes more, of John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Netflix Punisher is much more similar to John Wick than Thomas Jane's or yeah. Ray Winston's. Yeah. Right? Either one. Like, Ray Winston's was so yeah, cartoony. His was it was very great. chaotic. I loved and it. Then, uh, Frank Ka- or, uh, Thomas Jane's. Thomas Jane's. Mm-hmm. His Punisher was much more brooding yeah. and depressive where Ray Winston was much more brutal and hardcore. And then you've got uh, Shane, Shane, uh, yeah, John Shane, Barenthal, yeah, John Barenthal. His is chaotic, but he's His got is PTSD. control. He's got control right. though; like he doesn't want the collateral damage, but he's okay with it. Like in that one scene where you first see him and he's taking down the Irish mob, yeah, mm-hmm. it's precision killing. They the characters even make note of it. Of yeah, like this looks like it was a hit. This was a whole group of people until they get the evidence. They're like, no, it was like one dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not John Barenthal does a good PTSD Punisher. Um, but think though, like if you took the story of John Wick and that was the Punisher movie, it would be badass. It would be, and I love when it would that be, happens it would with be, stories. It would though. be slightly different, but again, I love that it's an original property. Yeah. I think they struck a gold mine, and I don't want them to poison the well. No, I love that. I love when there's original properties. But what strikes me about it that I. It makes me love it even more, I think, is when I can... I mean, I've got a vivid imagination of when I can look at something like that and be like, holy fuck, this is a Punisher movie without them calling it a Punisher movie. Holy shit. I mean, I'd love to see John Wick versus Punisher. I'd love to see John Wick versus Predator. I think you could take the Predator. Oh, I think you could take the Predator. I don't... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's a crossover. <laughs> that would be, be I'm awesome. still waiting for the I, Hunter Van Pelt versus Predator mm. crossover. <laughs> the Jungle Predators. Yeah, Jumanji, Predator, make it happen. Mm-hmm. But it was works for me. No, I mean I, the cinematography in John Wick, the fighting it's choreography. Great. Oh, it's so good! It's so good. It's and going back to Punisher, you can sort of like zoom out more because he's got like rocket launchers. Yeah, right. Like John Wick. It's all very close up. It's gun and he, foo. And it is gun Yeah, like foo. in equilibrium. Yeah. He double yeah. taps every fucking person. He does. He does not take someone down without, like... And he's got to move. I noticed it in the second one. He's got a move that he does pretty often where he will drag a dude, like, snap their arm, spin around on the floor, use them as a shield several times. Oh, yeah, he did it a few times. And then get up and shoot him in the head at, like, point Put blank point. range. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. pretty. It it it's gun fu. It's bad. It's well, so what's good. crazy is I wonder. There has to be a fair amount of that that's just straight up choreography because you've see, you guys have seen that video of Keanu Reeves at the shooting range. Yeah, like he's insanely good. He's got like two pistols on his waist and then like an M16 that he's shooting with, and he's kicking ass, mm-hmm. just yeah. shooting targets, like moving around target range. So. That leads me to believe it's like, okay, this dude knows his shit, and this movie is so well done that 
there's a good amount of it that's practical effects. So yeah, I wonder where the and I know there's a line. That's other thing because they're using guns. I know there's a line of safety. Right. Is I wonder how much of that is choreography. Hmm. And that's one of the things I was going to ask you. Who who is it? The same people that wrote and directed both of these? Yes. Yes, and executive producer and all that jazz. Everybody's it's as the same. As crew. I, know, I yeah. believe it's yeah. writer direct. I, I couldn't tell you, but I believe it's writer director are definitely the same. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and then they do plan on making a third. Uh, yeah, like I, I would assume a, so. Uh, they set up for a third. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. to complete a trilogy. There. Yeah, the second one didn't necessarily set up for a third one, or, or the first one didn't necessarily set up for a second one, from what I remember. It did not. Okay. It did not set up for a second one right. until was, the second one starts. And you're like, I guess he never did get his car back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So did the second one happen like within a month of the first one or like a couple days later? Four days, I believe. Four days? Yeah. Okay, I must have missed that. Like the okay, same week. Days. Yeah. The same John week? Stop it. <laughs> Never. But they gloss over his travel time too. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like he winds up in Rome and right. you, just, you never know like how long that takes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I heard the catacombs were built on the skulls of John Wick's victims. <laughs> <laughs> No one in this damn movie is smart enough not to fuck with him. <laughs> It'd be so easy to make it out of a John Wick movie alive. You just don't fuck with him. Yeah, just yeah, just go let him where go. He's and you know what I also go. love about it? He though? tried to stop it. I love the legions of black suited, black tied, white shirt, ski mask henchmen that he <laughs> takes out. Like, like everyone orders their henchmen to dress cartoonishly mm-hmm. generic. Oh yeah, like sixties Batman. Yeah, there. It's it's all you know. Your black and white suit with a fucking ski mask, and all of them have it. And he just starts taking them down. It's, <laughs> I guess it saves. It's certainly from a production standpoint, everyone wears the same fucking generic outfit. But it's like in Austin Powers. He's like, you don't even have a name tag. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Cade. <laughs> you don't even have a name. Get on the floor. Yeah, just, just, just get on the floor. <laughs> what chance do you think you have against me? Yeah, you don't even have a name tag. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I John Wick that. versus Kingsman. Mm. He could work. I need to see universe. those movies. Yeah. Kingsman is the uh, second one out. No, not, not yet. yet. Okay. I I need to rewatch that because I'm not I'll entirely sure if I liked it. You guys want to do that on a movie now? It was fun. I like the I'm first down. one. Yeah. That's fun. It's uh, it gets a little bit outlandish. It's in a weird way. It sort of borders sure James okay Bond with. and Austin Powers. Yeah. Like the, it's a middle ground between yeah. the two. All right. And I'm not entirely sure if I'm okay with that middle ground. I'll find out. It was slightly unbelievable. The main character's story arc was kind of unbelievable, but the world was fascinating. And it was, I, I think I, I don't know about this second one. The second one's making me wonder. I'm not sure the second one needed to happen. I haven't seen it. Of course it's not out yet, but I do have to wonder. I, I've got reservations about the second yeah. one. No, the first one, it was mainly that, uh, you know, that hot mummy chick that I've talked about on here. Her with the claw legs. Yeah. That weirded me out, like, with her sword legs. That was weird. That was a little too over the top for me. I thought the part where the princess offered him butt sex at the end was over the top. Hmm. <laughs> More than the sword legs? Yeah. Yeah. Because she's... Hmm. Like John Wick. See, like she could exist in John Wickland and I wouldn't bat an eye. The sword lady? Yeah. Huh. Just a ra- another random assassin. But there's who needs been a new nothing, gimmick. nothing showed in the John Wickland that people have weird modifications like that, though. 
No, but if you happen to have no legs and yeah. you decide to take up the life of an assassin, um, talking about the dude not? in the wheelchair. The what? It, the dude in the wheelchair in John Wick that got a no, text the, message. The sword uh, lady from Kingsman. Yeah. Oh, from Kingsman. Yeah. Okay, because there was there was definitely. I know what you're talking about. Sorry, I'll let you guys do your thing, but no, I think that was it. Okay, yeah, but do do you remember the guy in John Wick Two that was in a wheelchair that pulled out his phone when the message went out? Vaguely, vaguely. I, yeah. I was wondering how he was like part of. Oh, he's probably not really crippled. Uh, yeah, it's all a ruse. It's yeah. all a clever, clever ruse. Okay. For some reason, that didn't cross my mind. Speaking of movie uh, series, though, I saw today. Uh, that they've confirmed Triple X Four. Oh my god! With the entire crew. Oh damn! From the newest one coming back, like I don't know if I Donnie liked Yen. The... Oh, I, I like Donnie I Yen. Like Donnie I liked Yen. Donnie That's Yen. I really, I really liked him. And it's mm-hmm. got that that uh, Justin Bieber looking, yeah, tattooed Australian lady from John Wick in there. Yeah. Oh. He's yeah. like, I'm gonna play a hot, silent, like weird Justin Bieber looking yeah. assassin in all movies. I liked. Okay, I guess I'd be interested in Triple X. I hope they go back to the roots of the first one more. Um, I think I said it before. Triple X the third was trying to be Fast Five, but without the other established movies of who these people are. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But if we just sort of pick up on it, and then it was sort of the same almost. Like he was still he was more Dominic Toretto than Xander Cage in <laughs> in Triple X: The Return of Xander Cage. Um. They are, admittedly, Vin Diesel plays both of these outlaws, um, so they're kind of the same, but there were subtle differences. Xander Cage was a terrible fucking spy. <laughs> like, Dominic Toretto can hold his shit together long enough to get a job done. Xander Cage He's blabbed his identity spy. to everyone he knew, and he was also, like, not worried about who else was getting killed during stuff. He, he was like a a more... He was he was dumb without the family. Yeah. In this one, because it was so much like Fast and the Furious, and he pulls in all these people he knows, it was <laughs> he just had the family replaced with just different people. But I, I mean, yeah. I'm gonna see it. I'll, I'll fucking yeah, see. I'll see it. I'll it'll be entertaining. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I'll give Vin Diesel my money. Yeah, that'll work. And it looks like he may be migrating this to the new. Fast, fast franchise, franchise. like where he's, where's the crossover gonna happen yeah like i can't I, wait god i wish they would kill off dominic gonna... toretto and they would just bring in xander Ooh. cage uh, oh don't say god. that yeah yeah i'm, I'm saying it toretto. without dom the family so falls and, apart but the, no then they, they would do one of those things where it's like xander's not his real name it's his twin brother and it's a shared universe and they bring him in like a that guy in beer fest where they're like well oh, can god. we just call you uh can we call you yeah Tom? if it was if it was yeah. a comedy, but Xander can't drive like Dom. Mm-mm. And Dom mm. doesn't do the crazy stunts. Like Xander. Like Xander. Yeah, twins. Twin brothers. I still need to see, <laughs> thanks to Fate of the Furious, Sons I still need of- to see the prequel or the other the other spinoff. That's a movie that needs a spinoff because the mythology isn't as important. I need the one with the uh, Shaw brothers. Yep. <laughs> we, got, we got a taste. We got just the tip in Fate <laughs> of the, the Furious of fucking Jason Statham and... I can't remember his name. Luke, no. Luke Evans. Luke Evans, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Luke mm-hmm. Evans working together. And now I need to see the whole thing with Helen Mirren as <laughs> Mama as, Shaw. As mom. Yeah. 
that's that's god the next spinoff well, they, I want. they are doing the spinoff with him and the rock so maybe they'll get into more of their backstory. i hope so i hope yeah. so too. i also need to see the comedic escalation of luke hobbs strength <laughs> is he gonna just bench is he gonna go full on like incredible hulk pick up two cars and smash them together probably <laughs> i hope so let's not pretend that wouldn't be completely out of place in these movies he could use fiat's or something i'd be okay with that he could use tiny cars and smash them together in, in fast yeah. nine yeah but by fast 10 he's slamming you know dodge if rams by together. the end of this <laughs> franchise if that character is not thrown a car I will be severely disappointed. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, it's already been shown that Vin Diesel can lift a car. I was yeah. going to say, yeah, he can yeah. lift one. Yeah, that's No, he true. will. He, the, the Rock will throw a car before this, before <laughs> Fast of the Future. <laughs> there's at least two more movies of these. At least. Well, so. three. We know there's two in the main franchise, and then there's the spinoff with, oh, right. with The Rock with the, and yeah. Statham. So. so we got three movies for him to throw yeah. a car. Maybe the crossover is going to happen when they do, like, multiverse theory they have to race through the multiverse and they'll find out Xander <laughs> that's Cage. after fast to the future yeah but Xander Cage is the Dominic Toretto of like another universe and vice versa that's why like they both have the family because they're doppelgangers yeah. of each other they're the uh, so like the inevitability of yeah. each universe of that sort of person yeah the crossover will be fast X obviously <laughs> shit <laughs> I genius. didn't even think yeah. of that. They're that ending it genius. on the 10th movie. Yeah, it'll be the crossover with Triple Fast X. X. And there'll be like two little X's behind it. <laughs> Jesus. On each side. <laughs> on each side. On each side. Well, we should probably start wrapping up. We're hitting uh, our time limit here. Watch both John Wick movies. Yeah. They oh, are, yeah. Oh, for sure. Again, they're, they're, they're incredible. They're phenomenal. And that you you won't be disappointed. It's an, like I said, it's an excellent exercise of how little can we say and still get you completely engrossed in this universe yep. and care about these characters. Mm-hmm. It's they're God, it's they're so good. good. Yeah. No, they're incredible movies. Like, I'm sorry. It took me so long to watch them, to be honest. Yeah. Well, the first one, yeah. anyway, but the second one I meant to see one in theaters, but yeah, no, they're really good movies. Yeah. I'm going to have to check John Wick chapter three. The only thing is I'm always surprised. There's another one. Because you would think, based on this world and how people know him, who thinks it's a good idea to fuck with John Wick? Just leave him right. alone. Yeah. So yeah. that all that money doesn't matter if you're fucking dead. <laughs> like at the end of the third one, like the contract goes up, and some and every idiot and their mom's like, "I can take him." No, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. All of you go home. Yeah. Go the fuck home. <laughs> We've had oh, super villains. Yeah. He's, oh, I know he killed three dudes with a pencil. He's not going to do that to me. Fucking Lex I'm Luthor the wouldn't fuck with John Wick. Yeah. I'm the exception. Yeah. No, you're fucking not. <laughs> Although, Lex, speaking of Lex Luthor, reminds me that the Joker did once kill someone with a pencil. Yeah. John Wick killed three dudes with a pencil. I know. I know. I'm just saying. That's, that's another time I can think that someone killed someone when with a pencil. When you want to kill the Joker, you call John Wick. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The, oh, dark Knight, done no the Dark Knight would have been wrapped up in about 12 minutes if John Wick seconds. had been in he'd Gotham show, City. He'd show up, he'd kill all the dudes that were robbing the fucking bank. Well, it doesn't seem like he rushes around places, so he would have driven over That's there. That's true, he would have reluctantly gone to the bank, yeah. taken out the dudes. I'm so disappointed no one died laughing in that movie. I just That's re- always, I just, yeah. I, I just remember that. Yeah, I know. We're supposed to be done now. I know. <laughs> 
I made myself sad. Well, either way. Do you guys have anything to plug before we go out here? Anything going on? Uh, I don't think so. No? Yeah. We're going to be brewing our saisons soon, I guess, the three yeah, of us. Yeah, we'll be brewing those. No, I'm dipping. Oh, that's I right. I think I'm dipping out. Right. The Barley yeah, yeah. Mob guys brought up last night that there's another homebrew competition coming up. And I realized if if we all do a saison, we'd be entering against, against each, each other. other. Mm. Which was the point. Of, well, I, uh, probably, yeah. I probably won't enter like this will be the first beer that i've that you've ever made that's so i true. probably won't that's be putting true. that in a competition yeah that's true you could make a saison then yeah but i yeah. think i'm gonna stick I'm with definitely my making a saison i'm gonna stick with my lemon pepper yeah saison. i'm for sure making a saison i think that. i might do like a rye chocolate thing yeah mm-hmm. all right unless i decide not to because i drink and then make snap decisions yeah yeah fair enough <laughs> we'll see I what will. happens when we'll retract we'll i'll attract it next week when i said i knew i wasn't gonna do a saison but yeah <laughs> Well, I will. Uh, well, I got movie uh, some more movie facts that are double checked here. All right. So, Catherine Hepburn uh, on the uh, set of the African Queen, she only drank water, and uh, this was in protest to John Huston's and Humphrey Bogart's alcoholism. Mm-hmm. But uh, what's funny is apparently the water was tainted on that set, and nearly the entire cast and crew got set or got sick. From some sort of, like, E. coli or something in the water. Oh, shit. Except, probably not E. coli. That's pretty severe. But they got sick from just nasty water. Montezuma's revenge. Mm -hmm. But Huston and Humphrey Bogart did not get sick because they were drinking whiskey the entire time. Because they were drinking whiskey the entire time. Damn. Damn. So there is your movie trivia for this episode. And this has been episode 80. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Of the Brew Chat Podcast. (laughs) 